Welcome to the sixth episode of the Trip Podcast. In this week's episode, we will be discussing what is universally true. This week's panel members, we have Brandon Lavoy, Cole Spielvogel, Steven Unziato, and myself, Cameron Aller. As usual, Steve is going to get us started. All right, so we've had we've had a week off, so I think we just, we're just we just going to get right into it from the start. Things that are universally true. Has anyone ever heard the saying, as above, so below? I love that saying. It's a movie, right? It is a movie. Okay, let's start with the movie. Have you seen it? No. Okay. I was going to ask what it's about because I ha- also haven't seen it. Uh, but Cam, what do you know about As Above, So Below? What does that mean to you? I have no idea what it okay. means. Yeah, what do you got? I have no idea. I was in the same boat. Okay. As Above, the whole saying is As Above, So Below, As Below, So Above, right? And this is the idea that when something is true at one scale, if you will, or maybe one context, it is also true in the next higher or next lower context in which you can examine the situation. For example, something that is true on the molecular level, like maybe the way that electrons circle the nucleus of an atom, the same thing is true in the way that planets circle the sun and the way that star systems circle, you know, the center of the galaxy and whatnot. Just blew my mind, Stove. I'm glad, dude. This is if you look if you look out for it, you can find this principle everywhere. Yeah, I just was sitting here thinking about it, and Jesus. So it's kind of like how plane wings are shaped after uh, bird wings. Yeah, I guess that that could be an application of it. We yeah, see something other, that works. What was that? You list some other examples. I'm just not sure exactly. Like, what was this called, Steve? As above, so below. So it's um, like the formal definition is formal. What does that mean? But whatever. The, the, the definition that I've heard before is uh, when something is true on one level of reality, it will also be true on all other levels of reality. Very abstract concept. And by level of reality, that could have a wide range of meanings. I don't know. One example of that could be the working class life is a different level of reality from the ruling elite life. But problems that arise in the working class are probably just variations of the same problems that arise in the, the ruling elite. And you can find this everywhere. Does this, does anyone, is this ringing a bell for anybody or is this the first yeah. time you've heard of this concept? Um, I, I, I think I've vaguely heard it before, but I like that you're like expanding into it. Just sort of like rules of nature almost. Exactly. Yeah, it is definitely a rule of nature. Like how bats evolved from mammals into like flying rodents, like with wings. They aren't related to birds at all. Yeah, that could that could definitely be something. Definitely like it goes it's it's true like on on fundamental levels as well, like uh like Newton's laws of motion. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. The roots of a tree grow as much as the branches extend. He got it. That was literally another example, and it just like blew my mind again. It's it's like, everywhere. Literally everywhere that, you will find this phenomenon. There's nowhere you can't find it. You're right, yeah. I was even thinking like as general as you got a basement under your house. It's just a house under the floor. That's very true. That's like, exactly it. I like how it just fits into like a scientific perspective too, where like mm-hmm. obviously physics works this way for like logical reasons. 
it, it sort of applies to why why things grow and sort of adapt that way as well. Yeah, it seems to be pretty linked with growth in particular, because like in order for the trunk of the tree to grow, the roots have to extend down. Uh, Just as long as the branches do sometimes even longer. Even longer. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. It can even go as far as personality growth. If there's a bunch of good aspects of my personality that I'm gaining, there's probably some other aspects of my personality that also exist that I am kind of taking the attention away from, which is another pretty abstract example, but it it really is in a lot of places. So going along with truth, um, would you guys say anything that is said to be universally true has to connect to one of our senses or something that like, say you can't see something you can't smell something you can't hear something does that mean it's i know we already have what is real but do you think it's not real if it's not true like i would even maybe say that it has to not be involved with one of our senses because the more intertwined it is with the way we think the more we're probably going to put our own subjective twist on it because subjective truth can oftentimes be different from objective truth as we know maybe the universal truths are just completely devoid of, you know, our, of the way we can think about it. If you keep an eye out for as above, so below, you will see it. You'll, you'll find it in the world. You'll re- see something on the news and you'll be like, oh, that, that's the way my app on my phone works or something. So <laughs> it's a pretty cool thing. Once you like start to grasp that, you can kind of apply it even. Like if you know that things... If you know how things work on a small scale, you can probably learn to apply how things how it works on a larger scale as well. That that was a good point. Before we get into the whole universal truth thing, let's define truth. What does truth mean? So uh, I got right here. A truth is considered to be universal if it is logically valid in and also beyond all times and places. Hence, a universal truth is considered logically to transcend the state of the physical universe whose order is derived from such truths. In this case, such a truth is seen as eternal or as absolute. What do you find as truth, though? Personally? Yes. Myself? I believe truth to be anything... I would like, basically, go along with what I was saying earlier, anything that goes along and ties in with either personal connection or one of my senses. So if I can physically touch it, if I can physically smell it, something like that, but if I can also physically feel it, even though it's not there, I still believe it's truth. What about illusion? Huh? Illusion is specifically designed to trick your senses. So would you, what, how would you define truth after thinking about illusion? Because illusion technically isn't true because it's tricking your senses based off of your definition of truth just to play the devil's advocate so do you, I don't know. Would do you I, still would think I that know it's senses, an illusion no do you still think that your senses play a role in truth i would say there's certain certain ones that tie along but others that could because like there's i know there's optical illusions but your sense of touch i know like it could be like what you ever see the video like where you smack your a fake hand with the hammer and you like shoot your other your real hand back and like that's basically going along with your like i don't but don't look at me like that <laughs> i'm just confused don't look at me like that. i not what i the, the example i thought you were going to use was when somebody sticks their hand in a box and can't see the image 
but then they think it's something else. That's another one, yeah. Yeah. That's another one. <laughs> so that's and like then a, there's a wiener in the box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then auditory senses was like the uh, the audio file going around where it was like brainstorm or the other one. Mm. That's an auditory thing. So those are illusions and stuff. So what is truth? You, and you're saying it's defined by the senses of human beings, correct? Well, it can also be one's sense of something. I think I think I know what you're saying. So you're saying the an individual's truth is how they perceive something. If they can at all. If you can't perceive something, I don't believe it's to be true. So if you can't understand if, it, it's not true or untrue. It's just there. Is it even anything? Okay, if you hear me out. What if there's like a rat? Right, and this rat yeah. doesn't even know what a human is. And yeah. every day at five p.m., I put some food in front of the rat. Right, so to the rat, it is a fact, is a true fact that every day at five p.m., I will get food. But I can just stop, and then it's not a true fact anymore. I think we kind of make up what true is. Totally, yeah. especially like in the news and stuff. It's like there's no way that's one hundred percent reality. You know. It's just like, especially social media too, how everyone's like world is catered to them, like what they see. There's Good like, it, there's like newspapers in New York that report different stories for like different neighborhoods, different headlines. And it's like, why yo? It's yeah. just fucking weird. Since truth is most likely based on perspective, is there any... Or is there a, is there such a thing as absolute truth? Something that is absolutely true, no matter the perspective, no matter the circumstances, anything. I don't think there is. I don't think there's an absolute truth to anything. What do you guys think? Well, I think that leads us to our next absolute truth: that all truths are half truths, uh, right? Like so there's one absolute truth. <laughs> there, there are perhaps more. Like okay. as above, so below. I believe to be one. So, like, true and false to me, is kind of the same thing as good and bad. A sociopath can do good. To them, it's good, but maybe to society, it's a bad thing, what they're doing. I'm going to connect like, that to um, as above or below. So true or false, good or bad, the ones and zeros, we literally designed computers to be true or false, mm-hmm. good or bad, as you would say, because it's it's based off of those on or off. Red and blue. Yes. <laughs> But, but think about that. Like We designed the whole computer system to be like that, and that is basically what we're talking about right now. So that's an uh, as-above-or-below situation right there. As-above-so-below. as above, as above so below. And, Well, it's and like also every positive has a negative. Brand yeah. Zero. Coming soon. I think that's... Yeah, every positive has a negative. That's exactly it. Brand Zero um, coming soon. Brand Zero coming soon. Okay, uh, so <laughs> let's let's put together a definition of absolute truth. So a truth that is absolutely true. Well, yeah. Regardless, of, regardless of anyone's yes, it is true regardless of any influence or any perspective. It is true no matter what. How would you guys put that? Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. Like, yeah, free from perspective is probably it. It's based on what we can objectively verify in the universe. And you're saying that as below, or as below, as above or below is one of those absolute truths. That like, it's it's as above, so below. If it as was, above, if so it was as above or below, it'd be like an either or okay. situation. Yeah, so, the point of the saying is like it's true on both levels, above and okay. below. So there are certain like, to put it in simple terms, there's certain like 
universal designs or design or elements that are implemented in like everything basically yeah like like if we design computer programs if you step back you might just realize like hey nature just are has already designed these things yeah and that's maybe another example somebody's making a lot of white noise yeah cole do you want to mute that mic while you're not talking (laughs) sorry yeah you're good okay so that's the that's absolute truth what are some other absolute or universal truths i can throw another one out there this is what i'm starting to catch on to but i don't know how to like really describe it so i kind of need you guys help to like really finish this thought it seems like everything in the universe is in a constant state of trying to balance itself whether it's a society trying to create like a sustainable society that lasts forever or an individual species of life is trying to stay balanced and stay alive uh even Even like earth's atmosphere the earth's atmosphere yeah like with the almost anything yeah anything so what are the two variables that are trying to be balanced or what are the two variables that are being balanced by nature is it good and bad is it existential is it something else what do we think maybe all of the above like every like since i brought up the 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 prospect of all truths are half truths because like good and bad don't really mean a whole lot (laughs) just if you say good and bad like you need a like a frame of reference to define what good is i think the act of balancing is the act of figuring out where you should lie on the good bad continuum on the true false continuum order chaos continuum on the continuum of all dichotomies is trying to find the right spot that lets you stay in equilibrium do we think there's ever like legitimately true balance or is it constantly going back and forth between the two separate sides of unbalancedness i guess you would say i would say unbalanced why why do you say that is imbalanced and it keeps going back and forth Brandon? i would say if you think about anything there's never been like no i agree but, with you though because like yeah no but I, i'm just losing my thoughts but what i'm trying to say is like there's never i feel there's never quote unquote perfection you know what i mean like there's always one thing that's going to be wrong but that's always going to be looked at as imbalance like mm-hmm. would you say balance is perfect or can something be imperfect but balanced? I don't think it's necessarily perfection. I think there can be too much of something and too little of something else that is like the opposite, basically. And in order to balance it out, you need the optimized amount of each of those things. So you need an optimized amount of good and you need an optimized amount of bad. Well, perfect. A lot of people would think perfect yeah, exactly. is all good, no bad. No. That I is like, that's a thing. quite imperfect. Well, yeah, exactly. I think... I honestly think the perfect would be 50-50 because you know when enough is enough and then you know when you got to keep pushing in a sense of like say good or bad or if you're say you're at the gym like if you're very very motivated you're there too much you're going to end up hurting yourself but if you are good and bad that means you have that little bit of lazy you know when you need to take that day or when you need to like lighten up your weights a little bit that that's like the perfect like so i don't want to say you're like a little lazy but you have the sense of okay you know when because too much of anything is bad you know what i mean that's that's been a saying too so it's almost as if in order to balance out 
the situation, you need to allow the other side in, right? Like if you're working out a lot, you need to eat calories and rest. Well, my That's example, another... my example I'm thinking of is if you're in, say you're a police officer and you interrogate criminals, if you had a rough childhood and you were a, a troubled youth, when would, who do you think would be a better interrogator? Someone who knew the ways, even if they were a slightly like lesser, oh, I, I stole from the dollar store and this dude's robbing banks, but you still had that compared to the straight A student who never did anything bad in his life, never got a detention and doesn't know any bad. Who do you think would be better at coming into that scenario as the interrogator? Definitely the detective who has experience in that because he'll be able to A, relate, which is a good interrogation technique. B, he knows where that person's coming from and he can put himself in the shoes of the criminal and exactly. figure out why he's doing it. Might even be able to retrace his steps in the mind of a criminal but you're a police officer but you're able to switch your mindset to just the dark side he might even be able to help him as well exactly right you kind of need that dark side yeah exactly. in order to understand just being an undercover cop anything you know, too it, even yeah. with undercover that'll probably being able to be like say you're in a gang unit if you grew up in a in a hard neighborhood where you were surrounded by that 24 7 and you know how to handle yourself as a child walking to the corner store then you can grow up and be a grown man going into a gang affiliated building and then being able to do your job hey cole 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 what's up <laughs> yo that that happens really loud what is it i'm so sorry i thought i muted myself. <laughs> But no, yeah, you understand, you understand what I'm saying? I'm leaving that in there. I know, yeah, we got to. <laughs> that's, that's, that's just, okay, I think we've connected the concepts of as above, so below, and balance. Yes. So we're kind of, so I think the conclusion we're coming to is that, like, if there's a thing, say, good or bad, could be an example of a thing, the, like, whatever we're talking about will swing between the two extremes of this thing. Do you think that that could be true? Like, throughout the course of your life, you'll swing to different extremes of something or maybe maybe you won't go from all the way from like the worst person ever to the best person ever or something maybe you like swing back and forth a little bit from time to time maybe it'll take me a year and then i'll become a better person and then because i became a better person i slip into my old ways or something like that maybe i think we're thinking of balance as like a static thing where it's a straight line over a fulcrum that is staying parallel with the ground something like that mm-hmm but what if nature's balance is, if there's too much of something, it reduces that amount and pushes up. So the nature's balance is it going back and forth and varying depending on the situation and experiences and stuff like that. So would you, like, I like that. So would you say, like, once it gets to too much of something and say even it is good, it could just totally just, like, go opposite because that good turned bad and then it just subtracts the good and shoots up the bad yeah i mean like handle you know those videos that are like i'm sus because life is too good right now things like that and then they're they're waiting for like the bad thing to happen i think there's a little bit of truth to that because if life is going super good it's gonna balance itself out because like as steve said with the buddhist thing a few episodes ago it always balances out you always have ups you all you always have downs but eventually it will neutralize i totally agree with that especially um what Steve said about how it takes like a year to become a better person. Someone 
drag racing right the fuck there. Just the cycles that we go through, like emotionally, through personal problems, and just like self-realization, especially growing up. Growing up's pretty cool sometimes when you get to reflect on on what needs to change. But I, I totally agree with that. Yeah, no, I just heard the wires in my brain just like frying out. So, okay, that's okay. I got some. <laughs> um, okay, so we're talking about the prospect of balance being a dynamic thing. So if everything is balancing all the time and balance is dynamic, do you think that means that a universal truth could be that everything is changing all of the time? That is a very good point. What if the universal truths are also changing all the time as a way of nature balancing itself out? I didn't even really think of that, to be honest. That's pretty good. I think, okay, that's definitely something we should get back to later. I think, okay, I think it, it could be a universal truth, although Cam just kind of shattered my perception of what <laughs> a universal truth could even be. Uh, one, so one of them could be that things are always changing, or maybe that could be abstracted to nothing is permanent. That's a good one. I, I would definitely agree that that is a universal truth. Yeah, we all learn at some point in our lives that well, there is quite literally nothing that lasts forever. Yeah, like I was going to say, wouldn't this be a universal truth? Like you live, you learn, you die. Yeah, I think like, that's, that's a really good one. That's literally like the realest truth ever. Like, I, you know, I, like you can't avoid yeah. anything in that. You are born. You cannot go your whole life without learning one thing, no yeah. matter what. You can go your whole life not learning nothing, and then you, damn, I didn't learn nothing, and you die. You know what I mean? Like, uh -huh. but you learn that you didn't learn nothing. And that's true for like a caterpillar, or right, or like anybody, like a yeah. worm or something. Like exactly. literally everything faces those those aspects it's just of life. Like, well, even like you're learning about death when you're dying, because you know what I mean. Like, say you're a worm, and you live your whole life underground. You never come above ground. And then you come above ground for one second and you just find a bird beak. But um, okay. no, I, there's so many that. worms that come out of the ground. So many worms. I just think about like their journeys. Alexa, through, like just they, they, they come out of the, the ground. Journey through the center of the earth. How do they know it's raining? It's so weird. They just know that it, it, the moisture allows them to move about. Mm. When they come up, they get bit by the bird, and then they learn that they had predators. And they were dead. <laughs> imagine worms that came up in snow and just, like, could survive the cold. Got, like, wormy snow. Going back on Steve's point about changing, though, I think that affects everything. Because even if you think about the cover of Brandon's couch, right? As time goes by, the air is changing the kind of the newness the of it yeah it's it's yeah. influencing the fabrics the the level of flexibility of the fabrics the level of the quality of the fabrics it's it's mm -hmm. impacting it like that so nothing is ever the exact same as it was the moment before so everything is always changing there's nothing that is the same right even like one little air molecule that taps that rug probably changes something and right? then the, the rug changes the air molecule as well even if it's the slightest little thing that's way way smaller than a molecule it still slightly alters it so nothing mm -hmm. is the exact same i want to backtrack a little bit on the prospect of you brought up the question is balance a static thing or does it move from one extreme to the other are you familiar with the concept okay a lot of people say the like vibes 
Like, we, we all kind of know what that means. It's like the general feeling of things. That's kind of what vibes are. So, like, if I have a low vibration would be I don't really change a lot. And I st and my, my balancing process takes quite a lot of time. I think you can, to some extent at least, control the frequency of your vibration. And that's kind of where the concept of vibes come from. And that could perhaps be some universal truth. I don't know a huge amount about that. I like that. I enjoy the, that especially like kind of goes hand in hand with like people's energy and that overall like kind of taps into mentality about perceiving people as well. If we think and, uh, about, so you know, you, like Cole just said, people's energy, you know, the phrase that was so weird. I literally just had it in my head. So when pe so people's energy is literally their energy, because think about it, the energy that they're outputting to have a happy emotion is greater than the energy that they have when sitting in their house being depressed and stuff like that. So when someone has high energy and a high vibe or a good vibe, they're outputting more literal energy than other people who are not doing that. And I think that's kind of mm -hmm. interesting. Maybe that's where it comes from, but maybe it was just a coincidence that those two play hand in hand. Yeah, I think there's I think there's definitely a lot of truth there. I I still have much to learn about that whole prospect but it's kind of cool to realize that like if people talk about vibrations or whatever which which used to come up all the time i remember like last year people would say that a lot that's like low-key mystic knowledge that the public uses so many people use vibes in like class while talking to teachers yeah it's very interesting to see that uh like kind of return of vocabulary that in a, in a new sense because it's, it's kind of like a meme to say it as well it, and, it's uh, a meme but think about like if you go into in depth on vibes there's a mm -hmm. lot of depth there yeah you can really dive into it's that a lot of deep stuff about vibes so on that note again going back again to to the concept of how much do you have to swing in one direction in order to balance in the other direction. Maybe it varies from person to person. Maybe that's what a vibration is, but that's pretty linked to what life is too. Like, for example, if, if you're going through a very hard time in your life and you're at like a very low, low, at some point you will balance out and have a very high, high. And that's that's something that's uh not a lot of people realize but brandon what's up but no i was i was gonna say that earlier you just brought my thought back like i was gonna say if you're at your lowest low even the smallest high is gonna feel like the biggest high you know what i mean because you were so low anything that feels good is gonna feel great mm -hmm. so like is th that is probably nature just balancing itself out passive feeling good Feels so good man going on steve's first rule about as above so below and connecting it to the balance thing where it sways back and forth if we literally look at frequencies they do the that exact thing so i'm literally finding vibrations i'm literally finding examples of the different rules as we talk about more of the the universal truths like <laughs> yeah like even as we come up with more ways to think about these universal truths that will even follow the pattern of as above so below and yeah. whatnot too like it's it's literally just everywhere um but okay so that being said what if if there's a person 
who doesn't like the really low lows and thinks that the high highs are not worth it to compensate for the low lows? Do you think that they could alter their vibration, if you will, to have less low lows and less high highs and just stay at more of a close to zero level of consistency? I think that's where consciousness comes in. I think consciousness is the tool given to us by whoever the fuck created us in order to basically master it like an airbender or something like like the guy from avatar just like maneuver it and form it to what we want it to be because like think about go ahead i bet there's a lot of animals that sort of have like very shallow depth like emotional level but there's probably some animals that have way more than us and they just experience like pure dopamine the equivalent to what we feel probably like from doing something like a mosquito getting water out of like a pool that must be incredible for them it's just like can, can what if uh we bring in like sort of the consciousness to this uh do you think like sociopaths could like control their vibes and how people perceive them this especially a multi-personality disorder anything like that that brings up an interesting point because they can they don't have they like don't have literal emotions like everyone else but they they can yeah, totally. mimic Everyone's emotions there. and act as if they have those certain vibrations so they i would say honestly that they are at a neutral point and they're purposefully altering that and changing their behavior in order to match other people's vibrations and that frequency of balance that's what i'm going to call it from now on their wavelength yeah, their wavelength. I, my my roommate Scar and I used to always say we're on the same wavelength because we'd always think about similar things at a similar time. I think that's really just because we maybe it's through our upbringing or through the way that we think about things. We think about or or we we balance ourselves out in similar ways and maybe have similar depths and heights. Given that we're all here making this podcast, we're all probably on a fairly similar wavelength as well. Thumbs up. <laughs> wavelength is a, a a slightly better term than vibes for me, and a way better. Mm-hmm. What's the wavelength, man? Sorry. Psychopaths modifying their wavelength. That sounds like a, a cool premise right there. It also connects so either, to all of the other universal yeah. laws as well. Yeah, these build off of one another, yeah. which is very cool. Let's do a quick run through of what we have so far. So the first one mm-hmm. is as below, or fuck, as above, as, so below. As above, so below yes. is that everyone has a wavelength and everything has a wavelength. Yeah. How cats, like animal wavelengths, pet wavelengths, interact with human wavelengths. Number two is that everything is always trying to balance out and that balance is always varying number three is that everything is always changing there's nothing that is the same as the as what it was the moment before so we're up to three that's an awesome start what about any more any more universal um, laws i want to i want to insert one so so first of all we had as above so below that's called correspondence if you want to quickly refer to that that is what they call correspondence okay. um also i just want to point out remember a couple episodes ago we were talking about how like Everything is just vibrating energy, yeah. like light waves. Like That's true for mental processes as well, as we're now maybe thinking about. But anyway, okay, so we have correspondence. What was the second one we came up with again? Balance, varying balance. 
Okay. How about before that? What about something about like polarity? There's there is a good to every bad. There are two extremes of everything. So a truth might be no, I mean, that's a bad way to think about it. A thing is like there's always an opposite. There's always an opposite. There's two extremes. And the balancing act is the act of traversing between these two extremes. And the reason I emphasize this specifically is because you can like look at these extremes and choose which one you want to be. I think and a good example in the modern world could be gender, even. Like you're looking at two extremes of a continuum, which originally people thought were very fixed. And now people are learning that you can actually choose where you want to be on that continuum. Similarly, if you're like a cranky, angry person, if you try really hard, you can choose to not be a cranky, angry person if you put in enough work to be more chill about things, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. So I guess that's a smaller one. And we already kind of incorporated that into other things. But I think it's definitely worth noting that like you can quantify the two extremes and identify them. Do we think that you can only choose if you have consciousness? Because certain animals that aren't aware that they are or that they exist, they kind of just exist. You know what I mean? Are they able to choose where they stand in, in those extremes? That's a good question. Hmm. Probably not. Yeah, because I was going to say in, you have to be able to contemplate or at least understand, not understand, obviously you can't understand it, but you have to at least be able to discuss it and tr attempt to wrap your head around it in order to be able to choose which extreme you are closer to, which extreme you want to be closer to, things like that. So on that note, we used to think that just humans were conscious, but we now know that mammals and birds are conscious. So maybe a bird has a... Con maybe a crow knows it's an asshole when he, you know, steals your french fry or whatever. I mean, that was a given, especially when they shit on your car. Yeah. Okay. So that's good. We're putting them together. I don't know if it's a universal truth. One that I consider a universal truth is something we've talked about on this on this podcast before. That The concept of everything is exactly how you perceive it. So, like, subjectivity and how, like... There really isn't an objective as long as human senses are involved, because if I perceive something and it goes through my head, there's no saying how similar or different it will be to how Cole perceives it. And I think that's the universal truth is that the actual things that happen are not external, but they're our own internal representations of those things. 100% um, subjectivity is not objectivity should be just a fundamental rule in there. Yeah, I like I think that's that. a good one. It connects with our reality one as well. It also kind of fits into the rest of the ones we just came up with too, because like, yeah. in order for there to be balance and in order for you to shift between these two extremes, there has to be a context of you in which this all happens, and that's the kind of subjective world, I guess, that we're thinking about. And maybe that's universal truth. That one's a little iffy though, because that one's more arguable yeah especially because we as humans don't know what the fuck's going on in the in the long game especially like our do our definitions of truth align with the universe's definitions of truth you know mm, yeah we really have no idea what we're talking about as human beings do we like humans know absolutely nothing okay i want to bring up another little concept the act of swinging between the two extremes is rhythm everything has a rhythm maybe you could also call it a vibration 
But if you look closely at like nature, I don't know, blades of grass sway in particular sine wave esque motions. Population populations fluctuate in the same way. Like the classic like wolf and rabbit population example where if like the wolves eat too many rabbits, then the population will go down, which makes it go up, which makes it go down, etc. That's a really good one. I, I like that, the rhythm one, because mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that it's the same thing as vibrations. I think rhythm is the pattern of the vibrations. And that okay. that also plays on the first one, once again, um, as above, so below, because there's patterns in everything. There's patterns in nature. Human human brains are wired to, con- not con- well, yeah, conceive patterns and also understand patterns way better than most things. And there's just so many different patterns in nature that work around this rule especially with rhythm and rhythm isn't necessarily with sound and with all this stuff any pattern is technically a rhythm Hmm. i also think that a lot of these are summed up in common sayings that we kind of don't really think too much about like how about what goes around comes around that kind of brings us to a potential next universal truth which is that uh maybe it's an example of it's like the connection between cause and effect you know like newton's third law when something happens there is a foil to this thing that's happening and an opposite reaction will happen as a result and that also plays with all the other ones as well balance opposites rhythm things like that this is crazy they're all working together this is this is mostly out of some stuff I've read about hermetic philosophy, which is I was just on that, yeah. Just on a website um, that talked about that. Oh, that's cool. This is the yeah, the, the we what we're talking about is pretty aligned with that. It's pretty much the way that the it's the philosophy of the ancient Egyptians. And it all comes from this guy named Hermes Trismegistus. And apparently he was some like Egyptian dude who lived for like three hundred years, is what they say. And he would just go around spitting Cap. absolute facts. Cap. <laughs> yeah questionable questionable information 300 probably added zero <laughs> yeah it's like yeah exactly what do you think about universal laws brandon what is what are some examples of the universal laws that we've discussed that you see in your life what goes around comes back around do you think that's a pretty relevant one that a lot of people can apply their lives or see in their lives Definitely, yeah. I think if you're an asshole, you're going to get treated like shit. Hmm. Like, and that's just the most plain as day one. Like, if if you give off, like, the same thing, like, my grandma always told me, like, treat people how you want to be treated. So, like, that's just, like, your vibes you're giving, you're going to get the same vibes back. And I feel like that's kind of something I live by. Like, that's why I used to get in trouble in high school, because if a teacher would talk junk to me, I would just talk junk right back. But... I never meant it in a disrespectful way. I would just like, you're not showing me the respect. So why should I show you the respect? I think that also it can play into relationships that aren't even between human beings. So an individual versus how they treat other people as a race, not like a ra- not like black people, Asian people, things like that, but like as like the human race, the entire human race. If you're just an asshole to everybody, then the universe is going to be an asshole to you. I guess that's just the exactly. best way to put it. And then if yeah. you're, if you're, you're an asshole to animals, nature is going to be an asshole to you. 
That's what I'm saying. Like a good example would be my cat Bean. She does not like anybody who like like sh- animals can tell. You know how they say like animals can tell like your your deepest secrets and like they know just because they feel way harder. Like think we don't know how they like you know how we have our higher self or well, what's an animal's higher self do that like that's and ah fuck I'm losing it but I know what I want to say my cat doesn't like people who I know are assholes she'll she'll run away go hide swat them but like my girlfriends couple of my friends come over she's rubbing on them purring because she knows she's protected and comfortable so what goes around comes around and the animals and nature it's all connected so you're gonna get it no matter what another thing it doesn't even have to involve individuals either it can be humans versus the earth if we treat the earth like mm-hmm. shit the earth is definitely gonna treat us like shit as we can kind of see humans are now figuring that out yeah <laughs> how about within yourself and only yourself if you treat yourself like shit you're probably gonna feel like shit See, that's it's like you just manifesting shit. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. I think it's kind You're of like, like an infinite loop. Up... No, shit manifester. Yeah, like I, so my saying is like, well, not my saying. I'm saying all these shits like I'm just going around preaching. Like, I, what I mean is, what I like to say to people when I'm giving advice is, if you sit there and you're just upset 24-7, you are just making yourself expect to be upset and you're manifesting sadness into your life mm-hmm. if you if you are the saddest person in the world and you wake up and you're just like damn my life is great soon enough you're just gonna it's just gonna click every morning that your life is great and you're not even gonna have to say it because you manifested that into your lifestyle okay i want to elaborate on that uh and and drop some facts okay from the there's this this classic, this old book about hermetic philosophy, and they talk about all these things, and pretty much exactly what Brandon just said. They they even explain how to apply these things, these principles. And so what they say is, if you pick where you want to be on a continuum, for example, I don't want to feel like shit. I want to be a very happy person. If you you if you just constantly fix your consciousness onto that aspect, they say that you can evade the principle of rhythm because what you're doing is you're pretty much saying screw this this is not going to i'm not going to fluctuate between happy and sad i'm just going to focus on my happiness all the time and i will manifest that happiness into my life they also go as far as to say that as you do that the pendulum is still swinging but it's just swinging in your subconscious mind instead so your conscious experience is fixated on that happiness does that make any sense? <laughs> I think I got what you're saying. C- could you give an example? Yeah. What about like, okay, okay, very concrete example. Let's say I want to get sick at CSGO. I'm going to watch Let's Plays. I'm going to watch the tutorials. I'm going to put in the 1.5 thousand hours on my computer to get good at CSGO. And then you're just going to be good at CSGO. Because you've, you've, you've devoted all of your conscious energy, or as much as you really want to, to be good at that thing that you decided you want to be good at. Therefore, in your conscious experience, that is what shows up. Would you say 
I don't believe this to be true, but do you think a universal truth could also be you could be whatever, like you could be anything you want? Hmm. Or you can I think do anything maybe, you want? Maybe that could be an application of the universal truths because for some people, that's not true. Exactly. And that probably steers it from being a universal truth. But in a way, you can manifest to be anything you want to be, but like it has to be would you say it has to be reasonable or realistic? Like, say I wake up and I say, I want to be an astronaut. I, I'm, not, I'm never going to be an astronaut. And it's just realistic. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I know. Or even, this is a better example. When I was younger, I really wanted to go to the MLB and play baseball. As I got mm -hmm. older and I saw my size, I'm like, damn, I'm not going to be able to go to the MLB and play baseball. Just because there's mm -hmm. a determining factor in there that's like, Okay, yeah, you got the skill, but do you have the size? Do you have like even the motivation? You know what I mean? Because that's like workout, 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 eat, sleep, workout. Like, so would I be able to manifest into that better lifestyle? Even though I, th I think you can't, but I also believe you can, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, if you wake up, eat, sleep, and breathe baseball, you, you should become a Major League Baseball player. I mean, I don't even think we need to add a universal truth for that because if we think about all of the other, other universal truths, they all play a part on that CSGO example because think about the balance one, right? It, it, balance varies, right? So all of that 15 or 1.5 thousand Thousand. hours you spent on the game, you also didn't get to spend doing other activities. And as a result other parts of your life were affected by that exactly yeah mm -hmm. and also that's a good point as above so below development i guess you could take for example evolution although it happens over a long period of time the a species that is going through um evolution gets better and develops better qualities and you are developing better qualities at csgo obviously mm -hmm. it's a much shorter time period but it's still the same thing so i don't even think we need to add a universal a universal truth for that it can I place into all the other ones? Can I add an example that's running through my head right now that I find hilarious? Yeah, please. So think about this. You're in middle school or high school and you have your designated sections of people, your jocks slash I'm putting these in quotations. Jocks, nerds. Is that like I was in the jocks uh, uh, marching band? But um, yeah, I was a marching band jock. <laughs> Ducted and shit. Fucking Cole, your your screen has gotten darker and darker throughout this whole podcast. Like you're gone. I'm you aren't true anymore. But um oh, that's horrifying. That was scary. But no, would you say like the jocks are either the roots or the leaves of the tree? And then the nerds are just the other side because they have the balance of physical compared to like or like, because there, there, there is a spectrum. So also, is there a spectrum of balance? There's, there's a so, spectrum. Okay. I think as above, so below comes in yet again. Because I think that like the time for, on the individual level for all these jocks, for instance, their time being a jock is going to influence their like later in their life yeah, and, what, and how they are later in their life. Things and think think critically like when you need like education because you devoted all your time to physical fitness slash mm -hmm. sports knowledge or 
lifting knowledge or whatever your physical attribute is like that's like just like making a superhero in a video game like you choose you you try to balance your player out you know what i mean like if i'm making a player in 2k i'm picking a slasher which is a dunk like he he dunks but on my stamina and stuff i'm picking somebody that could run that could jump but also can shoot he's just a universal player so then that would be the best player in the game because he has a balance of every single shoot, dribble, defense. I don't know if that just so totally the, threw us off. Or... So the balance in that case is not he's really good at dunking and not that good at shooting, and then eventually it'll balance out. It's a balance of everything, so it's all like he's all a little bit better than average at everything instead of the best at one thing and the worst at another. Is that what you're kind of trying to say? That yeah, exactly. Like so there's different exactly. types of balance, basically. Yeah. And I, I think that also connects in with the school example too, because mm-hmm. at the same time of, of like the example I gave was the jocks behavior then will influence their lifetime in the future. But at the same time, maybe the jocks are the roots, the nerds are the leaves, and the whole tree is the school. Exactly. And that's the aspect of balance on the collective level. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going for. You just put my words in the better words. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a lot of cool things that we've covered so far. Jeez. And they're really applicable, this, like, everywhere. Coming into this, when you gave the the Adam example with the solar system, like, my mm-hmm. mind just totally melted. Now we've gotten so many more examples, like, just throughout this episode. It's cool to see what you can do with them. Because, like, the way we've been talking about it, theoretically, we can alter the course of our lives exactly all all these episodes are just like even things in life now i'm looking at like differently because of what we've talked about and the like the the sense we've made we have cracked Mm. some codes that people cannot crack in life i'm gonna throw another example that's true i'm gonna throw fuck i'm gonna throw another example at you guys same thing like from the school and stuff take a bully and a person who's getting bullied. Exactly. Where is the person, or not where's the person, where's the balance in that relationship right there? I would, if this is right, I this is far off, but this is going along with what you said. You can say the right answer after. I know this is not right, but I have to get this out before it totally loses my There brain. are no wrong answers. Thank you, Cameron. But for um for the bully like this is just this is the very stereotypical story like the bully bullies the kid blah 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 the kid grows up to be super successful and then somehow some way the bully comes back and needs something from that kid in the future and then the kid has the doesn't have the confidence because he still feels that person superior to him but in reality they're balanced now even then they same thing with nature they've switched Okay, so think about this. A majority of bullies in school, what well, the the action of bullying comes from, I guess... Being bullied. Yeah, exactly. So either whether it's parental abuse, other forms of abuse, being a psychopath, that's another mm-hmm. reason why people bully, because it's fun to them. But that's a constant cycle. So the father, I'm just picking father. I'm not trying to be sexist or anything, but like the father... Well, is the son, and the son feels the need to take it out on somebody else. So he, at school, he takes it out on the nerd kid. That's like the stereotypical bullying situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone that, he that, feels more superior to. Exactly. That 
that relationship, that bullying relationship, carries on until it is stopped. So where is the balance? Where is the other side of that bullying relationship right there? And yeah, the the thing that you said, Brandon, that may happen sometimes, but in a majority of situations, that's not what actually happens. Well, that's like a Hollywood well, actually, thing. Yeah, exactly. You want to hear what I think actually happens? What? I think the bully starts releasing his anger not towards the bully. And then there's just an everlasting cycle, even though he's he might bully people in other ways, or it might go even to the extreme of him becoming a psychopath because he has so much trauma. It might be that he he ends up growing up to be that person. So he's a bully in high school or a bully in middle school. He ends up growing to be that, to put it plainly, that dickhead. And when life hits him and he actually has to be an adult, oh my God, (laughs) when he actually has to be an adult, he has opportunities taken away from him because he's used to acting like that. So I think yeah. that is where the balance comes in. His it morals not, are fucked up. And that plays into karma as yeah. well. Remember where, when we talked about karma and stuff? I think what that goes balance... around, comes back around. Exactly. That, the karma, what goes around, comes around. That, that plays yeah, the that first rule. The universal truth. Literally, all of oh, those things are the, the same concepts of that. And it all plays off of the first rule. And then the first rule plays off of the second rule and third rule. Mm-hmm. And they all just work off of each other. And it's amazing. So there's another one that we haven't even started to talk about yet. Um, I don't understand this one even a little bit. So I'm going to bring it up and I'll, we'll, we'll see what you guys think about it. But this will be something that the viewers or whoever can look into on their own time because I have no insight I can give onto this one. It's the concept of gender. And it's not I'm a guy gender. Nothing to do with that. It's, it's, the, it's the principle that we... There, to repopulate like not no not anything having to do with sex or anything like that okay not even having to do with people necessarily so we mentioned polarity and how there's two extremes to each situation or whatever the concept of gender says that one of those extremes will be a masculine aspect and the other one will be a feminine aspect so um, kind of like Adam and Eve in Book of Genesis. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess so. I I really just don't know, to be honest. I think like it's it doesn't. I just want to iterate again that it it just does not have anything to do with sex or gender identification or anything. It just has. It says that like since these two opposites exist, one of them is masculine, one of them is feminine, and they interact with each other in certain ways. And then by applying the principle of gender, you can change the way that things are perceived based on the way that masculine and feminine things interact. That's interesting. That that goes along with really what I was saying. Do you know the story of Adam and Eve, like the through the Catholic Church? Yeah, yeah, I got a rough idea. So like basically just Adam and Eve, just two humans, and then God tells them, hey, don't eat that apple off the tree. And then a, a snake comes along, which is the devil, and says to Eve, Go make Adam eat that apple. And then Eve seduces Adam and makes him eat the apple because he she's convincing towards him. And then everything goes to hell because he didn't follow the command of not eating the apple. But that was their interaction together. And male, or not male, again, it's not with the genders, but just like that extreme being able to be not seduced or anything like that by 
the other extreme or even just convinced like that's altering apparently to the Catholic uh, faith what like childbirth is now and all that. You know what I mean? Like we're mm-hmm. born immortal and stuff like that. Right. I think that's good. I think that's a good like that's a good way that we can start to think about it because I'm kind of just that's all I really know about it. And so now I'm just kind of thinking about I don't know. I think yeah, I'm just trying to expand off that. Yeah. Before you go, Cam, I just want to bring up one more thing is that the principle of gender pretty much says that everything has its masculine and feminine aspects. Mm-hmm. So it is easy to think about it, think about this principle and say that's silly because, like, you're thinking about like the good bad continuum. Well, then it's easy to well, think that, like, good is the masculine one, bad is the feminine one, but it's not like that. So, like, I, I also agree with that, Stove. I believe, because this is something I also say. I grew up without a mother, so I think I lack certain feminine traits that allow me to feel how others would feel or relate to them if they were not the same gender as me. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. fuck. There, there it goes again. You know what I mean? But, uh, no, I and I've had the same conversation with my friends, like, he grew up without a father and I said to him, do you think you lack masculine traits? And he said, yeah, I think I hung out with my mom a lot when I was little and that made me who I am today. There's cause and effect coming back in. Exactly. Yeah. And just like that's going along with the, you're, you're balanced out of your father and your mother and who and your teaching or your learnings and all that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the saying, with every great lie, or within every great lie, there's a grain of truth. Yes. So think about society and how society perceives certain things. For example, colors. So blue is societally known as masculine, and pink is societally known as feminine. But that doesn't necessarily mean that boys have to, or guys have to like blue, and girls have to like pink, right? I love pink. Hot pink is my second favorite color after red. So there's kind of like a scale, I guess you would say. And it, I guess going back on like the, the, the line with the fulcrum thing, it's kind of like that balance thing where there's a, a certain masculine aspect to it and a certain feminine aspect to it that balances it out. And depending on where that scale lies or how far one side lies above the other influences how specifically human beings or individuals perceive certain things so i'm i like pink but someone else might not like pink because they think it's too feminine or something like that or is too much feminine qualities or whatever so i think the mm. the rule not the rule the the universal truth that's that you just stated that like there's a a feminine quality and a masculine quality to everything that there's there's definitely some truth behind that well i think that that also just ties in with the other truths we got because that's just i'm getting a lot of yin yang vibes from everything we've been saying like just mixing together balance black and white you know what i mean like just mm-hmm. everything everything we're saying just matches up together we can all put it into one big if we sat here and just came up with one way to say it all of these truths can just be said in one sentence basically yeah i agree completely Hold on. i don't know how oh yeah sorry go ahead. keep in mind season two the uh the first two episodes are the fundamentals of human existence and this and the second one is manifestation and universal balance so those are going to play hand in hand with what we're talking about right now as well okay awesome yeah that'll fit right in
to wrap up the whole gender thing, I don't know how accurate our conversation is with what they actually say about it. But I think another good way to think about it is that like masculine and feminine energy manifests in all things. And an example of this is that every species on the planet, with the exception of like snails or some shit, has male and female. And that's how they reproduce. Like that's that's an like a place in the universe where the principle of gender is applied. But I have no clue what it really is, and I would like to learn a lot more about that one. So maybe that's one for later on. What uh, do we have for recording time? We are at one minute and thirteen seconds. I just have one last thought, and then we can close out. One minute and thirteen seconds. One one hour and thirteen minutes. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Yeah. So my last thought is: Do you think there are any exceptions to this rule, or are they specifically universal truths because they have no exceptions? Like to each of the ones we came up with. Yeah. I think there's no exceptions. No exceptions. Yeah, That's no what makes them universal truths. Yeah. I think if we, there if there appears to be none, you're not looking hard enough. Yeah, exactly. We we, we like took that. out the shovel. We started digging. So yeah. Sorry that I haven't been talking much. There's been sirens for like ten minutes. That's okay. Okay, okay, just face. Man in the mirror. Floating head. Jesus He has disappeared. Okay, so on that thought, I think we should be good to close out. Thank you to all of our listeners for listening to this episode of The Trip. If you have any suggestions on ideas or topics that you want us to talk about, send us a voice message over Anchor, or you could also DM us on Instagram, and that works just the same. Peace. Have a good morning. Have a good night whenever you're listening. Good night.